sooner she would begin to heal. But Alex showed no signs of even accepting Stephen's death. Alex reached the stairs that led up to the veranda of the cottage. She turned to smile at her cousin. These stairs will give me plenty of exercise, she said as they started up. Miranda was glad to change the subject. Look, Alex, you'll have a fantastic view from here, she said. Inside the cottage, they moved from room to room, looking the place over. Mrs. Hansen's cleaning woman will come in tomorrow morning, Miranda explained. After that, it's all ready. Everything is here, linens, dishes. But Alex wasn't listening. An oil painting over the stone fireplace had caught her attention. It was the portrait of a handsome young man in his late twenties. He had dark brown hair and green eyes that matched the color of the sea. The handsome young man seemed to be gazing right at her. She could almost hear him saying, I know all your secrets. Alex felt a slight shudder run down her spine. She turned away from the portrait and smiled at her cousin. Who's the guy in the picture? she asked. Miranda shrugged. I have no idea. Probably someone Mrs. Hansen knows. He's a good-looking guy, huh? Then Alex noticed something. For the first time in months, she couldn't hear the sounds in her head. Two days later, Alex moved into the cottage. She brought very little with her. After the accident, I got rid of many of my things, she told Miranda. They reminded me of... She broke off before mentioning Stephen's name. I never really knew what happened that day, Miranda said gently. What led up to... Hoping Alex would continue, she let her words trail away. Alex turned pale. Nothing. We had an accident. Steve... Steve... He's dead. She burst into tears and ran out of the room. Miranda slumped back into her chair. I've got to be patient. The poor girl needs more time, she thought sadly. When Alex returned, Miranda tried to apologize. Alex stopped her. No, I'm the problem, Alex said in a shaky voice. I know I've got to face what happened, but I just can't do it right now. After her cousin left, Alex built a fire in the fireplace. Before long, the crackling blaze heated the room. Alex made a cup of tea and carried it into the living room. She curled up in a comfortable armchair and gazed into the flames. Then something made her look up. The man in the painting seemed to be studying her. Alex looked away, but his green eyes and secretive smile again sent a little chill down her spine. Oh, for crying out loud, she scolded herself. It's only a picture. That night, she dreamed she was walking along the beach. Just ahead, she saw the figure of a man, his back turned to her. Something about the man seemed familiar. The next thing she knew, she was calling out Stephen's name. She ran toward the man, but just as she reached him, he turned toward her. She was looking into the deep green eyes of the man in the portrait. Awakening with a start, Alex sat up. The strange dream had left her shaking from head to toe. Alex went to the kitchen and warmed a cup of milk.
She hoped it would help her get back to sleep. While she waited for the milk to heat, she peered out the window. A layer of dark, angry clouds partly masked the moon. She drank her milk slowly, listening to the wind rise. Sounds like we're in for a storm, she thought to herself. She felt a stab of disappointment and sighed. She'd hoped to go for a long walk in the morning. Then she remembered that storms often bring strange and wonderful things to shore. Maybe I'll find some pretty shells tomorrow, she told herself, or some interesting pieces of driftwood. She went back to bed. When she awoke, Alex was happy to see the sun was shining. After lashing the sea and land for a few hours, the storm had worn itself out. She had a quick breakfast and then hurried down to the shore. Sure enough, there was lots of driftwood. Bits of pretty shells and pebbles lay tangled in strands of.